Welcome to the Yeah Girl Podcast, where we're tackling hard topics with women of the word. Hey guys, welcome back to the Yeah Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Bree. And I'm Skylar. We are so excited to be continuing the series um, with the episodes about common topics women struggle with. Mm-hmm. This week, we are going to be talking about mental health. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. Um, this is something, if you listen to our pilot episode, um, something I've struggled with a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited to touch on this. So, Skylar, yeah. you want to ask our first question? Yeah. So... Have either of us struggled with mental health in any stage of our lives? And from the pilot, you kind of know the answers. But yes. <laughs> Bree, do you want to answer that? Um, yeah. So mental health issues has been something that I um, have struggled with the majority of my life and plays a big part in my testimony and how God sa- saved me and healed me and is continuing to heal me from. And so um, with that, like, I mean, there's so many things that go into mental health, but mm-hmm. um I'm excited to dive into it yeah. in this episode. But yeah, that sure. is, I've struggled with a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety where mm-hmm. it affects me physically. My body literally reacts to it. And it has since I was 11 years old. So, mm-hmm. and I'm 22 now. So if anybody understands, yeah, it would be me. But this episode <laughs> is for anyone that's struggling with mental health, or even if you're not struggling with it, it's for yeah. you to use as a tool to help those around you that are. For sure. But yeah, yeah. what about you, Skyler? Yeah, so I also struggled with mental health in certain stages of my life. Um, none of them have been as, um, I'd say, harmful, um, but they all definitely were um, the enemy's way to kind of infiltrate my mind because mm-hmm. anyone who is a Christian knows that the enemy will do anything and everything he can to be able to um, infiltrate you and what you believe and everything like that and to just get you away from God. So yeah. um, I still struggle with anxiety, which I think... <laughs> quite a few people do, especially mm-hmm. in today's society. There's so many anxiety inducing things that, um, this generation is, has to go through, which is so sad, but I'm so glad that God is here yeah. <laughs> and he's able to help us. Um, but I also struggled heavy with body dysmorphia and I still struggle with it. Um, but luckily I've been trying to heal. Um, I also have, which I know you do too, is OCD tendencies. Which, <laughs> Excuse which is, me? Which, <laughs> Which I is, prefer the term perfectionist. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just me. Um, <laughs> but um, I struggled with OCD tendencies and just um, not being able to enjoy life whenever I feel like everything needs to be perfect. Come on, Brie. Come on. I'm holding it together. Continue. <laughs> Come on. Um, but just dealing with those things. And yeah, I had minor depression in middle school and high school, you know, all the teenager hormone things that, mm-hmm. um, honestly, whenever I would tell people about it, I would just be told to get over it, you know, Ugh. like that was just the hardest thing because I just always felt like I was sad and I still go through those stages of just, I'm just so sad right now and I just don't know why. And I feel like no one ever looked at me and was like, it's okay. Like, yeah. you know, let's, let's just, let's do this, this together, yeah. you know? I never had that. And so I always felt like I was just weird. And like, how come the girls in my class think different than me? Mm -hmm. And how come, how come everyone else is out there like partying and stuff? And I'm just sitting at home, like crying for no reason. Like it just didn't make sense to me, but I'm glad Mm -hmm. to be able to be in a headspace and in a community now where it's like, actually that's really okay. And I have people around me now who are willing to walk through it. Like you who are willing to walk through it with me anytime I do have anything like that. Um, and same for you, I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah. it's very important to have the right people to help keep you accountable in it and to encourage you. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah. So um, our next question, is mental health a choice? Ah. I think that's something a lot of people (laughs) argue about is if it's a choice, if people like let it happen to themselves, Mm -hmm. if they choose it or or what? Like, does it just happen to us? Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. So something that really hit me um, was the story of Elijah in First Kings. Um, And I feel like a lot of people like forget about this story um, because I've met a lot of people and Brie and I were just talking about this. And I even talked to someone this past weekend who said like, oh, if you're depressed and have like mental health issues, then obviously you're doing something wrong mm-hmm. in your life, which is such a hard thing. But I wanted to write down that mental health is not our fault, but it is our problem. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we do have to work through, even though we may have done nothing to deserve it. I mean, we are sinful and all that yeah. stuff, but it can hurt to see other people living these lives just full of happiness and continuous joy and all this stuff and it's like well what am I doing wrong right um so I wanted to quote so this is first kings 19 4 through 6 then Elijah walked for a whole day in the desert he sat down under a bush and asked to die I've had enough, Lord, he prayed. Let me die. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the tree and slept. Suddenly, an angel came to him and touched him. Get up and eat, the angel said. Elijah saw near saw near his head a loaf baked over coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank. Then he went back to sleep. I just love this verse so much because if you guys don't know the context of this, Elijah is being chased by the government and they are trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. And it's just taking a toll on him. It's obviously taking a toll on his mental health where he's saying, God, just take me. I'm tired of running. Like I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted of people hating me. I know I'm doing this for you, but this is just getting to be too much. Mm -hmm. And so he asked to die. And literally God sent an angel and the angel said, just lay down and eat. Kind of just take a breath, Elijah. Mm -hmm. Like, and that is such a beautiful thing, especially if you're someone who struggles with mental health. Just imagine God saying to you, it's okay. Just take a breather, lay down, eat some food. Like we got this. We're going to go through this together. It's so gentle yet firm. Yes. And it's kind of showing that like, even though sure, Elijah was like the most extreme, like he was literally being persecuted, Mm -hmm. but it's also so cool to watch how God just gently was such a father role in that moment. Cause he could have been like, dude, it's for my name. Like you better get get over yourself. Yeah. Get over yourself. Like you're not the one, you know, but he didn't do that. He watched Elijah and he watched how his heart hurt and his heart was breaking and he was like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. And so if any of you guys do struggle with mental health, I don't want you to be discouraged in any way or think that you're doing anything wrong to suffer from mental health or any of these things. It, it just happens, especially if you're in a sinful world. And um, don't let anyone tell you that you're doing anything wrong. Right, Brie? That's mm-hmm. something that we were talking about. Yeah. So I think even like you said, like the context of Elijah here, like this doesn't that didn't just happen like over one event where he, Elijah was just like completely done. Because yeah. if you look at Elijah's life, he's very faithful. Like yeah. his name literally means um uh, God is my Lord or he yeah. is my God. Um, and I probably got that wrong, but it's, <laughs> it's something along those lines. It's like it, his name, literally anyone who heard it knew that, um, Yahweh is g- his God. Yeah. Like, and so it is a, a process of things of him letting one thought after mm-hmm. another building on top of each other until he finally spiraled out of control yeah. and was like, God, let me die. Like, yeah. and that's what happens to us with our mental health too. It's never usually just one event that happens. It's yeah. because 
we've allowed unintentionally. That's Mm -hmm. why it ends up happening to us because we've unintentionally, we don't know, we don't know better that all these thoughts are so toxic and negative and are tearing ourselves down and it just spirals out of control. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's like the other side of things. Like there's that, that it happens to us. Mm -hmm. And then there's chronic illness where it's, it's biologically, like your body is not producing what it needs to and your, your body is reacting to anxiety. And I can speak on that a little bit because my body's reacted to my mental health so much. Yeah. Um, But is don't let anyone tell you that anxiety medicine is a sin because yeah. some people do have chronic illnesses that do need that extra support. Yeah, they do need sure. that extra serotonin to help them and to level out everything that all the chemicals in their brain to, um, to do the things that need to be done. Mm-hmm. And um, to encourage you with that, with both sides of those things with mental health, God is there for us. Yeah. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows mm-hmm. your heart and he loves you. And we will be handled. Oh, the saying that we said this last episode yeah. is that we will be handed things in life that, um, or what, dang it, what was it? I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I got God, will, I was like, oh. God will never give us more than we can handle. That's absolutely not true. Yeah. <laughs> we will be handed things in life that we can't handle, but God God can handle it. It's yeah. by his strength that we're able to go through it. So keep that in mind as we talk through mental health and mm-hmm. as you think about mental health. Like God is going to be the one that gets you through it. Mm-hmm. You can go to therapy. That's mm-hmm. great. That's yeah. amazing. Going for counsel and stuff, that's a great tool to use. But unless you are letting God help you in it and you're mm-hmm. you're allowing him and his power to heal you, um, it's going to be a prolonged process. Yep. But um, we have some, uh, we we do have a choice to fight is what I yeah. want to get to. That, um, yes, it, it does happen to us. Um, it can be a chronic illness, but we do have that choice to do something about it. We are not helpless. We are not victims to our own mental health. Amen. Um, we can do something about it. God has given us the power. And I, I want to touch on on these verses to um, back that up. 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Take every thought captive and hold it obedient to Christ. I know that sounds like a lot. Take every thought. That's a lot of thoughts, especially yeah. if you you know what it's like having mental health issues or have experienced anxiety of any way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're, you have so many thoughts running over each other. Yeah. And so I know that when I read that verse, I was like, oh my gosh, how, how does he expect me to take every single thought mm-hmm. captive? Um, and... It just like, it, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It makes you think even more. But um, God is the one, like I said, is going to give us the power to do that. And it's easier when we have tools and focus on him, mm-hmm. when our aim is him. And when we have, um, and by when I say tools, I mean like different things you can ask yourself um, to help you get out of your mind funk. Yeah. Um, and then the second verse I want to say is Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by the testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm -hmm. When it says the renewal of your mind, how we do that is by being in the word and Mm -hmm. by letting that transform us. We have to be willing, we have to be humble, and we have to be um, just yielding to um, God's will for us and the truth that he has for us. So seek out scripture for that. So Mm -hmm. how do we fight? We have 
um, four points we want to hit on is one, like I said, find helpful tools and implement them until they turn into habits. Um, that's what's helped me a lot. Like I've said before, I'm a very practical person. I'm very logical. So I like having multiple steps to take. Doesn't mean the steps are easy. Mm -hmm. It just makes it easier to remember how to take those steps. So if you find those tools, if you find that scripture to combat those feelings, those, those thoughts with, it is so much easier. And therapy is one of those tools that you can use. Mm -hmm. Christian counseling, absolutely. Um, I would encourage you more towards Christian counseling because like I said, um, like God's going to be the only one that's going to be able to help you really fight it. It's, mm -hmm. it's by his power. So um, by going to a Christian counselor, they're going to point you more in that direction. I'm not saying therapy is like out of the picture. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's very useful. But I would encourage you towards Christian counselors um, and know that it is not a sin to seek help. Nope. I know for myself, um, I've been told by quite a few people in my life that my mental health, like you said, is um, it's it's not a choice. It is not by, uh, it's not a sin to seek help. I just want you guys to know that. Mm -hmm. um, dang it, I wasn't going to cry, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it is encouraging and amazing if you are ready and willing to seek that help out because I know how helpless it can feel in that moment. Yeah. So, Seeking help does not make you weak either. No, not so, at all. So um, it makes you stronger, actually, mm -hmm. when you're able to yield um, to the Lord's authority and submit to Him in that way and seek help through Him and by others. Um, I highly encourage you that. I did not plan on crying just then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That it's just okay. shows, like, some... What I want to say to other people that are not dealing with mental health issues is that be very careful with the things that you say to those that are coming to you and saying that they're struggling. Yeah. Um, be just very sensitive. And because um, some things you say that are like absolutely truth from the Bible and you're using scripture to speak that truth into them, sometimes that passage is not meant for that time. Mm -hmm. um, That's I good. know Obi, our young adults pastor, talks a lot about like if somebody is mourning and has lost somebody and they use a, a piece of scripture like, Rejoice with those who mourn or, or mourn with those who mourn. I don't remember which scripture he uses, but rejoice in all things. Yeah. And it's like, like, well, how yeah, am it's I like oh my to? gosh, like I should be allowed to mourn. Yeah. Um, so just think really hard about what you're about to say to those yeah. who are struggling with it, because what you say will affect them. Because I was told that um, that therapy was a sin and I should not seek that out. I mm -hmm. was told so many things that hindered me from actually healing. Yeah. So. Just a warning to those that are um, being asked that that those with mental health issues are seeking help. Just yeah. just be careful in what you say to them. Yeah, um, and it's so beautiful that God did give us those resources. Yeah, like therapy and like medicine. Like no one should ever say that those things are a sin because it came like from like people who had these thoughts that like God given thoughts and yeah. although they may not be, be used for the best things all the time or all medications good no or is everyone who's struggling with mental health supposed to be on medication probably not but yeah. also it's so cool that there is a resource out there for people who are struggling and we should not think of those as any anything negative yeah yeah um so yeah, you look for those tools, find the ones that are yeah. super helpful for you and then implement them until they turn into habits. Yep. Um, two, pray and receive the strength and wisdom from the Lord. Pray, 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 pray. Mm -hmm. Journal it, pray out loud, just 
pray fervently yep. um, and be willing to receive that from the Lord. Um, yeah. Three, ask for help, like we said, and accountability. Mm-hmm. Last podcast, we were talking about accountability. Yep, it's going to hurt, but yep. it's what's needed to make us more like Christ because Amen. we're denying ourselves. So ask for help. I encourage you to ask for help. Seek help, please. And then finally, give yourself grace. You are not you don't have to be perfect. You don't mm-hmm. have to get this all in one go. This is going to be a lifelong process probably. It's been a lifelong process for me so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so give yourself grace and give others grace as they're dealing through theirs too. Or Amen. if they're not dealing with it, those who don't understand you, try to give them grace too. Yep. It Grace for everybody. Yep. But um, yeah, as somebody who probably needed to go on medicine for my anxiety, mm-hmm. um, I can say that the Lord, because I chose to fight and because mm-hmm. I chose to um, really implement the tools that the Lord was showing me, I've been healed immensely mm. from from my anxiety. I don't deal with it physically as much anymore. So it yeah. is possible. And I've spoken that to many girls who their doctors were telling them to patch it up with birth control mm-hmm. or with anxiety medicine. And I'm not condemning that whatsoever. But if you have a choice, try to choose to fight first mm-hmm. and see what God does. Because yeah. when you have that faith, God's going to come through yeah. if he wants to. Because I mean, I'm sidetracking now, but like there, there are things like my physical health issues. They don't have anything to do with my mental health issues, but like Mm -hmm. sometimes it happens because we're just in a sinful world and God Mm -hmm. wants to use that to glorify him and to bring you closer to him because that's all others. Yeah. That's all it's done for me. My physical health issues. It has encouraged me to follow the Lord more closely and Mm -hmm. it's encouraged others to do the same because they see the hope and joy that the Lord gives me through that and how faithful he is. That's so good. That was sidetrack. But (laughs) (laughs) anyway, like try to choose to fight first before you seek out medication. Yeah. Would be my advice. That's so good. You don't have to take it, but it's just my advice. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe take it. Um, so something else too, that we did want to shed a little bit of light on is, um, mental health and depression and anxiety and any sort of mental health, um, thing that people go through today, it kind of is more talked about than it used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that our grandparents and the generations before didn't go through it, but it's really something that I think because of social media and because um, of this info world too, we are able to shed way more light on what mental health is yeah. and things that we go through. But along with that, um, that can also be a great way to get attention. And that is something that we might see on social media all the time. Um, and like Bray and I were talking about earlier, we both have had people who try to one up you know, our, our, you know, so you come to them and you're like, I'm struggling. Yeah. They're like, oh, but I'm struggling with this. Oh, don't worry. I have it worse. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but that's not an uncommon thing. And oh my goodness, I wish it was because it is so draining Mm -hmm. to not only have to deal with your own mental health, but have to deal with people discounting your mental health. Yes. And it hurts so bad. Um, So don't use mental health also as an excuse for actions. And that is something that I also see in today's world. I've seen a lot of news stories where people are like, although it's something really bad, then they'll be like, well, it's okay because I'm bipolar. And I'm like, oh, that does hurt your brain. It hurts it a lot. But also, if you gave that to the Lord and not saying that that would completely heal you. Yeah, because bipolar is usually like a chronic thing. Yes, for sure. But 
if you're able to give that to the Lord, like you said, first, and then think about therapy and see these things that you have that uh, maybe the world will say like, oh, you're doomed. Mm-hmm. You're not doomed. And like nothing can possibly make you doomed because the Lord can deliver you from literally anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it's not a call to use it as an excuse. Um, I had someone in that used to be in my life that um, had bad anxiety and depression and I felt for them because they truly did like that Mm -hmm. wasn't a lie but they would also use that anxiety and depression to excuse their actions um but instead of doing that what if they were able to go to a counselor and get help or go to the doctor what if they were able to put all that energy into getting better instead of doing things and then using it as an excuse yeah I think a lot of people that go through mental health issues see therapy and working towards it fighting it is hard yeah but let me tell you staying it is harder yeah so for sure. I think that's a lot of a lot of people's excuses yeah. for letting that dictate their lives. And yeah. they they let their mental health issues become a part of their personality and their identity. Yeah. And that's a huge thing. For One sure. thing that I want to add is something that I I learned mm-hmm. um, a few years ago. Somebody told me, I have no idea who told me this, but they kept telling, oh, no, no, I know who it was. It was Jen. Um, <laughs> she told me that I needed to stop um claiming depression and anxiety as a part of my identity like if i'm gonna say like i cannot say oh my depression's really bad today or my anxiety is really bad it's like i'm feeling really anxious today or it's not a part of you yeah it's not a part of me like i can't fight it and simple steps like that are the tools to implement that's it's those little ones because if you have depression if you have anxiety it's going to be way harder to try to take the big steps first Mm -hmm. like because if you go to therapy if you go to counseling they're going to teach you how to take those small steps yeah like I said like you you do those until they turn into habits so if you quit claiming it as your personality as Mm -hmm. your identity it is going to make a bigger change than you think it will yeah 100 percent um and I also wanted to speak into those who maybe have um PTSD and just things of that nature that maybe you've had someone do things to you that was completely out of your control and now you suffer from it. Um, And I wanted to use the quote that someone said, but I can't remember, but I did write down and it's, it's not your responsibility for if someone hurt you, but it is your responsibility to try to undo the damage done to you. So I don't want to make light of any situation. I've known so many girls who have just gone through horrible things Mm -hmm. that I, I would never wish upon my worst enemy. But I also do want to encourage you and say that there you're not too far gone and your brain isn't too far gone your mental health isn't too far gone there's nothing that could take you too far away that god's like man i don't know what to do like you're too broken yeah that is not possible and i just really want to give you the heart for that but also know that taking that first step it is the hardest thing to do and it is the hardest thing to take that first step but you are able to be found again especially by the Mm -hmm. lord and even by yourself sometimes you get to a point where you don't even know who you are you just feel like you are anxiety you are depression and you you just want to have like a clean mind again Mm -hmm. like you just wish that you could be back to your old self and I will say for you that that is possible like there's nothing that our God cannot do amen so yeah I mean that goes back to Romans 12 too and not being conformed by this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that's where that clean feeling is going to come yeah it's not going to be an overnight change it's going to be a process and it's going to hurt and it's going to take a lot of work but know that it is absolutely worth it Mm-hmm. You are allowed to try. Mm-hmm. You are given permission to try. I'm telling you this now because that's yeah. what I needed to hear. You are allowed to take up space. Mm-hmm. You are needed. 
God's made you on purpose for a person. Shout out, Bryson. (laughs) But no, you are loved, you are seen, and you are known. And you are not going to feel those things and -hmm. believe those things until you start seeking God out and seeking those things from Him. Mm -hmm. Amen. So that is our segment on mental health. We really hope that we are able to speak into you guys, especially Brie. Thank you so much, Brie, for being so vulnerable about um, your mental health and your past because that is something that is so hard um, to not only be able to work through but also to talk about Um, because if you guys do struggle with mental health, I fully believe, and Brie and I were talking about this earlier, that um, that's something that you will be able to help someone with in the Mm -hmm. future. Um, God kind of lets battles happen to us that we're able to help others through later, and that is so obvious now seeing Brie be able to speak into mental health after she went through so much um, with that. So thank you for that. And so we're going to get into our Q&A. And so today our question is a really good question and it's what is the best way to evangelize? What do I say? How do I work up the courage to actually do it? Which is such a good question. Do you want to start? (laughs) You want me to start? You can start. Okay. So what I think with evangelizing, I am not, okay, let me start over. <laughs> um, there are people that are absolutely gifted in evangelism. Yeah. And I'm so jealous. Honestly, yeah. I should not be. But I like I love seeing people evangelize yeah. and how naturally it comes to them. Because it's like, oh my gosh, you see the Lord at work. Yes. So with that being said, everyone, I know that the persons that's asked it, I don't know the person, but I know that they probably know that evangelism, everyone, every single Christian is called to evangelize. That yep. is the last it's not great just commission Jesus gift. gave us. Yeah, yeah, it's not just a spiritual gift. It's what we're all called to. Mm-hmm. So coming from somebody that is very shy, like mm-hmm. I can do this podcast easy, like not easy, <laughs> but like I enjoy not being seen. Yeah, I enjoy that it's just Skylar and I just talking yeah. and getting to <laughs> talk about these real things and get to pour into you guys and stuff. But I am not a like, I don't like stage. I don't like mm-hmm. being in the spotlight whatsoever. So Coming from that kind of person and that has a hard time with it, something that I've noticed when it comes to evangelizing is just simple questions mm-hmm. that you can ask strangers. Like Skylar and I were talking earlier, like you can even be in a restaurant and just ask somebody after small talking with them and being like, well, is there anything on your mind that I can be praying about right now? Yep. Or how can we pray? Like we're about to pray. How can we be praying for you? Yeah. And um, like simple question like that and then like, the mo- I don't think there's ever been one time that myself or somebody in my group has asked that and the person's been like, no, I'm good. Thanks, though. Mm-hmm. Like each one has like spilled out their guts, like given us their life story, what's mm-hmm. going on in their lives right now. And they're like, oh, my goodness, like God sent you today. Like that yep. is so encouraging. And then we usually just like pray over them right then and there. Like what's keeping you from praying over them right then and there? Like just Seriously. do it. Embarrassment. So, yes. That's what it is. <laughs> it's pride getting in the way. Yep. So um that I mean just those simple questions and then just praying about it in advance honestly praying yeah. that God would give you those opportunities to evangelize and that the Holy Which Spirit really would hard. speak through you yes yeah. it's scary it's absolutely <laughs> yeah. absolutely scary it hurts your pride yeah. it makes things awkward you have all these thoughts about what the other person is probably thinking about you yep. but you have to be humble and know that God's called you to something and 
usually what he calls you to is going to make you uncomfortable. Yep. So Amen. get used to be being <laughs> uncomfortable. If you want to yep. live the Christian life, you really need to get used to being uncomfortable. Yeah, but for sure. It's definitely a spirit-led thing. Like, Absolutely. No matter how little you think the spirit is telling you to do, if it's just smiling at someone, mm-hmm. if it's just asking them if they had a good day or whatever it is, or mm-hmm. being as bold of like, what do you think about God? Like, what role does God have in your life? Or yeah. whatever it may be, like... Just be obedient, and then the Holy Spirit is going to speak through you and Amen. work on their hearts. It's it's not your responsibility of how they respond. It is your responsibility to be obedient. Amen. Oh, that's good. And something I always say, too, is no one can discount your testimony. Amen. Um, everyone has faced a life change, even if it wasn't so drastic. You weren't healed from something. Like, it doesn't have to be so drastic. You woke up one day and— you know, it doesn't have to be like that. It can literally just be one day I was just kind of hopeless. And then the next day I had joy. Mm -hmm. Like it's as simple as that. Like any life change, no one can discount that. But every Christian has gone through that life change. There's been something that has just radically been like, wow, God, I want to live for you now. Mm -hmm. And how crazy is that? Um, But also too, I want to say God knows you and he knows your heart. I was just telling Bree this earlier, like, he individually knows all of us and he wouldn't ask us to do something completely insane that he knows would give like make us too fearful not to do. Um, not saying that he wouldn't give us something hard to do, but he knows when we're going to say yes or no. So something that God really lays on my heart quite often is if I see a young adult in public, I'm like, God, a lot of times is like, okay, invite them to your young adults group. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do that, but I've done it before. Like, and God knows me and he knows that I can do it. I just Mm -hmm. have to be obedient. He's not like, stand up on this bench right now and scream the gospel. First of all, questions if that would even work. Um, But second (laughs) of all, (laughs) he knows that that would be way too scary for me to do that. I would run away crying. (laughs) Like, I would not be able to do that. So, and he knows Definitely. that person's heart that you yeah. that you would be evangelizing to. He knows yeah. you. He knows that person, and like he knows how you with, would be able to speak to them. Yeah, yeah. And like your testimony, you have no idea who that's going to speak mm. to. Like Amen. I've had people be like, "Oh my gosh, like that was so encouraging." You mm-hmm. don't know how eye opening that was for me. And I'm like, I don't even remember what I said. Yeah, like <laughs> seriously, <laughs> like that was all Jesus. Like, and it's really cool to go out in public, like maybe with someone else, and if they share their testimony, seeing how it lines up to where if you shared your testimony with them maybe they would have been like oh okay yeah but maybe if someone else shares with them it's like wow that's exactly what I'm going through right Mm -hmm. now so I would say definitely if you want to evangelize be bold you need to step out in boldness and not only step out and be bold pray about it and ask Mm -hmm. God to give you those battles don't just walk into a place and start talking to people I mean I guess you could do that but if you pray about it and like you're able to bless a place before you go into it and you're able to ask God to be with you as you go, man, you're going to have joy and peace of the Lord and you're going to be able to tell others about Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I think boldness also takes a lot of practice. Like you said, like if, like you, you were saying like, if God told you to invite that person to YA, you'd be like, oh, I've done this before. I can do it. But I'm also still nervous. Yes. It's like, you know, you've done it before. Mm -hmm. So that's what's helping you like, okay, I can do it again. Like God worked through me one time through this. Like I can see him do that again. And so like, if you, you practice that boldness, like I was saying earlier to Skylar, like you can even grab a friend, a trusted Mm -hmm. friend that, you know, is not going to judge you. 
um, or you don't feel judged by them Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, can I practice my testimony to you? Like Pastor Obi, our young adults pastor, he's always telling us like, practice your testimony, Mm -hmm. practice like a two minute version, the five minute version and like the whole version, like be ready. Like you have to prepare yourself. Like the Bible tells us all the time, like, like prepare yourself. Yep. And so, yeah. Yeah. Just practice. For sure. So that's our best advice on how to evangelize. Um, Be bold. Step out. Um, The more you do it, I don't want to say the easier it gets, but you really do get used to it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like any discipline. Like maybe you just make a goal anytime you leave the house. Oh, I'm just going to ask one person today how I can pray for them. And then that'll slowly, maybe even one day it'll lead to conversation. And also I would say, don't be afraid to get rejected because that's something mm. that I struggle with so bad is I'm so afraid to get rejected. But honestly, the times that I have gotten rejected, it has not been as bad as I ever thought. We always like build it up in our heads and it's always like, oh, but what if they reject me? And so I've just had people be like, oh, no, that's OK. Thank you. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that was it. OK, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not fine. that bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it. Church isn't for everyone. I pray that I planted a seed and hopefully someone else will come through and be able mm-hmm. to add water and grow it so yeah yeah. so don't be afraid no thank you so much for joining us on this episode we were Mm -hmm. um i know i was very excited about talking about this subject (laughs) um because mental health is very evident in today's society like skylar said we all talk about it a lot um, which i think can be a healthy thing in some ways Mm -hmm. um because it provides a way for all of us to feel more open about it and um, know that we're, we are not alone in feeling these things and thinking these things. Yeah. Um, there is a way out of it and um, you, God has given you the ability to fight it. So mm-hmm. I encourage you to fight it. Yep. Um, so I hope this blesses you. We hope this encourages you and that you will take those steps and that um, it it teaches those who don't have mental health issues as badly to um, encourage and be a blessing to those that do. So um, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Skylar, do you have our phone number for our Q&A if you guys want to ask a question? Yeah. So if you guys are interested in asking a question, you can text YAHGIRL to 618-224-1216 and we can add it to the roster and we can hopefully answer it on one of our podcasts. We really enjoy you guys um, asking questions to us and we really enjoy taking time to sit down and research and be able to answer them because I guarantee at one point or even now I would be asking the same exact questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast and we can't wait to see you next time. Bye. Bye.